The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sorry, I'm starting it like that because Wheezy made fun of me all tour about my moans. Oh no. So I'm moaning into another episode of Horrible decision. I'm trying to find the best, craziest no, moan we had, and I think I have it. We're actually just not going to do that. Oh, that was out of control. I don't think. I don't think you need to play back Found anything. Found it. I don't even know what you're. That is our moaner from the New York show. Y'all, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions, baby. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Pet Stallion, a.k.a. I'm trying to break the celibacy very soon. Hey, y'all, I'm Wheezy, and honestly, <laughs> and she we just not started celibate. When we were talking again, I was like, oh, shit, I'm back on stage. Like, bruh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if this happened to you, but I had a really tough Sunday. I had, like, a post- high like I was just on such a high that I literally couldn't even I didn't know what to do with myself I was literally still coming down from my high of of shrooms so maybe we were the same I was very high 
on Saturday night, okay. drunk, high, all the things. Bro, um, Saturday night, we just closed our sold out fucking yeah, town hall show. We Y'all, did. We have been waiting for the show, and um, I don't know. Will we share our little clip that we had in New York, or should we? I'm wait? gonna put it on Patreon. But uh, we could maybe put it on YouTube. We'll talk about it. It was a big deal for us to do this show. You know, all of our friends came in and we had a very special announcement, which is. Y'all, we are writing a book. So we got a book deal with Charlemagne's Black Privilege Publishing under Simon & Schuster. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to be sure to wait all the way to the New York show to announce it. So Charlemagne came out on stage. um, And that was amazing. By the way, that nigga is funny on the whim. The way we had him come out said, to ski yee, he said, bend that ass over, make these niggas read. And I said, oh my God, you're I just, mean, hello. Duh, bitch. Hello. I love it. Um, nah, it was, it was really like it dope, was dope to have that moment. And, you know, all of our shows have been amazing. And I think like special guests is really not what I enjoy about live, live touring. Mm-hmm. I actually don't even like that when I go see other show, shows because I feel like what makes Horrible so great is just us. But, Charlemagne is a special, like he's been at all of our New York shows, but that was the only yeah. time we ever had him do anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've had a lot of celebs at our live shows, but like just having him announce that with us was so special. And like, yeah, bro, it was a lot. Um, yeah, no, this this tour was a lot. I and threw up. You threw up when? Before we got on oh, stage. Oh, yeah, but y'all, that's because this hoe had fried chicken and she ain't know they battered that shit in egg. And I said, now, bitch, you just shouldn't have ate today. You battered like, egg, huh? I literally am looking at her like, now, bitch, why would you even eat today? I am upset that you are feeling anyway. This is the biggest show. I said, don't make me go out on stage by myself, goddamn. Bruh, be on stage by yourself. But don't bitch, you let me on stage. I, y'all, let's talk about how. <laughs> Mandy's pussy came out. Oh, and you, okay. For, for those watching on YouTube, we're definitely going to include the photos. You'll hear I'm some of the audio do from that what moment. I did, but, um, basically, basically, Mandy was talking about the gooch and spreading her ass open. Because and she lifted her legs like this. And my coochie. And the latex, y'all. Was out. Latex, I mean, they, uh, so here's how I saw your pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> First off, which by the way, I didn't know it was showing. How did you look over and just see my pussy hanging out? So was it the reaction of the crowd? So I watched the reaction <laughs> and then normally I look at you because I've, you've done it in a few shows and it's funny. And I literally saw the lips. Bro, first off, I heard by people that saw it. They said, we ain't really seen nothing. Now there's been speculation. No, specul- you were on stage. I'm saying what the audience saw. They said it just looked like some ass cheeks. So I, feel I heard like, that too. So I feel like. There was differences of eyes from far and away. Visuals, bro. It's so funny because my nigga, my dread nigga, Andre, all my homeboys, like I must have been looking down. No, everybody was mad. Oh well, Black Jesus was in the audience and texted me the next day and was like, "Now what the fuck?" Now at least it was on brand, is what he bro, said. Bro, Rashad from Earn Your bro. Leisure said, "I thought, <laughs> wait, I gotta read this text. because he had never seen our show." Really glad he got to come because Troy hit me this morning. He couldn't make it, but he definitely congratulated yeah, he had a, us. He had an event. Yeah, he said, uh, "He said, dope shit, man. Congrats." I said, "Thank you." I said, "Bro, can you believe Mandy's pussy came Why out?" Why are you bringing that up? Because for- that was the best part of the show. Wow. He said, "Yo, I thought it was a stunt." No, I'm not gonna lie. People thought it was a part of and our they show. They said that my reaction let them know it wasn't fake. Yeah, no, I just laid on the ground. Shout out to Vinny. He came and wrapped me. I do also want to shout out. I couldn't breathe. My really good friend Antoinette from Around the Way Curls. Uh, her and Carla were together. Carla immediately ran out and got me panties from the merch thing because she was like, just put on panties. They're black. I thought that's what you were going to do. 
Yeah, no, but then I was like, what if it splits more in the back? Like it's already oh, split. And so um I literally, Antoinette, shout out her again from Around the Way Curls. She said, I have black leggings on. Just Thank God my, they fit. She said, just put my leggings on. And I was just like, yeah. I said, well, what are you going to wear? She's like, I have a trench coat. It's fine. I'll just so wear my I trench. So I thought we were going to do two things. I had a black skirt on during meet and greet. I was like, Mandy could throw the skirt on. So I told oh, the I makeup artist to go that. get the skirt. The second thing I thought was, if it all fails, we'll just put the gowns on. The gowns on. Because we did yeah. an outfit change. So Mandy's <laughs> pussy comes out and literally... And my, mind you, I was just going to sit there with my legs crossed and sit in. And then literally... Benny I was saw like, your pussy so close, close, I knew it was shaved. Okay? Well, actually, I just started getting it. Razor. Razor? Laser? Laser. Oh. Laser, bitch. Well... Whatever. So I came over and went between Mandy legs and said, oh my God, your pussy's out. Oh my God, your pussy's out. And then she looks down. And hold on. First off, I don't even... I'm like, it ain't really that out. So then I literally <laughs> sit in there. Hold on. If y'all watching on the YouTube, so my legs are crossed and I go like this, bitch, I start fingering my own pussy on stage. I said, oh, it's out. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. I, my, but the I worst part about fingers it, in you my know when you have a hole stage. in your pants you just see it from the back? Mandy went like this. No, bro. And it was <laughs> like that hole. I, it, bro, was, it was the whole bitch was open. I mean, and then Mandy's like, oh, well, you're lucky you don't have pants on because you don't have panties either. Yes, I do have panties on, bitch, because we're this close to niggas. Which is crazy. Because, my titty came out. Because normally you don't be having drawers on. No, the fact that my titties came out was crazy. Um, wait, no, that was in Philly though, right? Uh, your, wait, your titties came out in the New York show? Yes. Oh, you Did didn't you know that. Did you see titties come out? Did you see that, Devon? The front row to the right when we first came out. My titties were out and... Uh, By the way, y'all... Was it dread? This is what y'all are not... Y'all are not paying when we put these tickets on sale for our shows. Oh, no. I tell you right now, the book tour, I'm wearing shit like this. Oh, it's it's giving business casual. We're wearing blazers. Now, bitch. I still want... Like, we're still going to have a wild book tour, something like y'all have never seen. But, bitch, I'm going to be covered. Anyway, oh yeah, this was some um, shit. there was someone in the front. I swear it was Dread. It might be Dread. Dread NYC is his Patreon name. But someone looked at me that I recognized that was a fan of the show, not someone I knew knew. And they were like, you're titty, you're titty. And it was just, boom. I was looking. But maybe they also, you got a mole there. They'd be looking like No, 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 it was my nipple. And then I pulled it out. I was like, woo, way to start the show. Titty, first segment, kink of the week, boom, bandy's pussy. I was like, someone's getting fucked. And speaking of getting fucked. You did. You going to share with them? Oh, yeah, I got fucked at the City Winery in Philly. Why are you? Oh, I thought you were going to share your escapade after. Oh, is that for is that for Patreon? Is that for the, for the Patreon? Because, <laughs> y'all, the group chat the next morning, I was like, oh, that's how the show made you feel, bitch? I just want to say this. Tell them how, how you now believe me in my stories and my triumphs. Okay. <laughs> it was 6 o'clock in the morning. Niggas was lit after our after at the after party. For those of y'all who couldn't get in, I'm really sorry. Um, it was a deluxe luck shout out to Andre Power Selection, Jada Boo, Gab Soul, more world peace. So basically get to the after party and everybody's just getting fucking lit. I made out with this bitch. I made out with a bitch too. Shit was getting wild. By the way, shout out to the girl from LA. She flew in from LA and I saw her as soon as, so I also The tall had, girl with the braids? No, she had dreads, bitch. So it was at my, so I threw an after party as well, but it was an after party play party. So it was the sex club. I ain't going to tell y'all which of your faves came with me, but we was outside. Anyways, we go to this. I'm hosting. So I'm walking around, but I'm also on shrooms. So, bitch, next thing you know, I'm in the middle of the floor and I'm just... 
bitch, I'm just dancing. I'm having a good time. But there's this girl that I saw as soon as I get in there. She from L.A. We flirt. And I say, girl, I'm going to make sure I holler at you. So we go. I'm, bitch, it's dark. All I know is I finally get someone to tell me the time. Bitch, they say 310. I said, oh, shit, I told Weezy I was going to go to her party. So I start rounding everybody up. And she's like, damn, you leaving me? And I said, girl, I ain't going to leave you. She definitely listened to the show because she was like, man, you don't even be playing with girls like that. I said, I'll fuck you, but I won't date you. At least oh. I'm being real with you. And so she came Not me, a nigga. No, straight up. <laughs> and then I was like, don't you want somebody to be honest with you? And then, girl, I just look at her in her Who face and we start, making, we start making out, bitch. She's a savage. <laughs> Classy, well, not. But anyway. we, start, we start making out because I was like, listen, I'll still fuck the shit out of you, boo. Like, I'll fuck with oh, you. Oh, I can't know. say who I made out with, but just know boo? I came out from my little VIP corner. That nigga looked at me and said, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> um... No, there's shit. Baby Keem came. It was really, really wild at one point. You came towards them, but... Um, By the it, way, saw some, saw some action. What? It's not false. Now, this is not an it's ad. not false? I'm about to tell you. This is not a false advertisement. Shout out to our patron that allowed me to witness her pleasure. Bitch, I watched Sir Marvelous make about three bitches squirt. Bitches, he ain't... A, bitch, with gloves on. So Sir Marvelous was there, King Noir. We had a lot of performers. Oh my God, that was the girl who said, Weezy, I got fingered with the braids. No. She came to my after party? No, it was oh. a Latina girl. So look, another one. When I tell you, I sat here and watched. People really went to both parties. No, they didn't. And came to me and were like, oh, I just saw that, I just got a foot massage. And I was like, okay. So I got a foot massage as well. But Sir Marvelous literally sat there, put, put gloves on. I sat and watched it with my own eyes. And literally women that he had never been with, I saw sat here and literally squirt their entire lives out. And I was just like, I went up to siphon. Was it women that had never squirted? I didn't ask the detail. Girl, I wasn't interviewing people Were at the they siphon. from New York? Let me All just... I know is I literally went up to Siphon, uh, who came onto the podcast with him, his partner. Oh, okay. Who stood right there at attention and just watched him please all these women. And I was like, Girl, I don't know how you do it, baby. Because there ain't no way I even think I want someone that is that masterful that could sit here and make three random bitches that he's never met in his life squirt all over themselves. And I was like, mind you, my friends, who I find out have never had an orgasm, are sitting there watching it. And then oh. I had to remove them because they sounded like aunties. I'm sitting with my homegirls who don't go to sex clubs, y'all. And they're like, God bless her. I'm so proud of her for being able to experience this moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, what Mandy was talking about wasn't necessarily a squirt. No, I'm saying it was a squirt, bitch. So basically... It was squirt and squirt. Oh, wait. Oh, you're going to tell them your story. Go ahead. I'm going to make it quick. Y'all, Weezy want to be me so bad. We were wilding <laughs> and just know that... I have a two-bedroom, so it wasn't on my bed. Okay, what'd you but try? we just started talking real nasty, mm -hmm. and somehow it turned into a pee conversation, and I tried for an hour, and I could not do it. And then at one point, it was funny, because, bitch, I was running to the bathroom, and I was sitting on the toilet, a little pee would come out, then I'd run back on a dick, and I was like, fuck! I told yeah. you that's how you had to do it. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. I want to blame it on, like, getting fucked up. Okay. And just being too fucked up and in my head. I think it was an hour. Was, you tried for an hour to piss on a nigga? I couldn't do it, bro. Then at one point, 
Because I'd be riding a motherfucking dick, bitch. I'm sitting there like, ah! And then I was looking at him and I was like, I want to do it so bad. I want to do it so bad. I was like, don't look at me. Where were, you, a- where were you trying, where were you aiming the piss? Was it on his chest, his face? Dick, on- no face. You were going to piss on his dick? Like on his bo- chest and his body. And then That's not him. his dick? That's why I just said the chest, his face. Chest, you? No, no, not face. Chest, but like, like right here? No, 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 not chest. Maybe stomach. I was about to say, because bitch, you know that shit splashed up to the, no, to no, the no, face. No. He literally was like, don't get that shit on my motherfucking face. <laughs> bitch, I was trying so hard. So wait, you weren't you weren't a real one? I couldn't do Hold it, Mandy. When I say a real one, you didn't say, I can't do it. So you could do it on me. I did. Wait, did he piss on you? He said, I only got to pee right now. I felt oh, he, I he, only he fraud. Bitch, he could have pissed. Bro, we were so lit. So then what you do is, baby, it's okay. I got that essential in the in the in the kitchen. So then I had a bottle of water while I'm fucking, right? Dog, the shit was almost comical. Cause it was just such a wild ass night. Cause we were gonna fuck this bitch. But then he thought it was another bitch that I was trying to fuck. He thought I made out with a different girl. So then he's like, damn, what's going on? Like it was a mess. So get home and then it's just like fucking let's wild out. Bitch, I get a water bottle. I'm drinking this motherfucking water bottle. Drink it, drink it, drink it. And I he's like, act like I ain't here. I took a pillow. I put it over his face. I'm like, I took a pillow. I'm trying to do it. Then I'm laughing. I ran out the room, ran back, ran in, ran back. Then I was like, maybe I can't do it because I don't want to mess the house up. I don't know. I Maybe I need a hotel. Bro, I couldn't do it. It was so bad. Anyway, the next day we watched TV like normal people and I cooked. But really? Well, pissing on people is a normal thing. We're not going to kink shame. Well, I haven't done it yet. But a little drop came out and it was funny. Wait, so is this what we're going to do? No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Just like you ain't done anal sex where the tit no, just I went in. Trust me, I haven't. If even a drop of piss came out on a nigga because he was trying to piss on him, you pissed on a nigga. I hope I did. I mean, but you weren't that successful, but like a C minus, you still I started pissed yelling on at him. him. I was like, if you let another bitch do this before I do this, I'm going to be really upset. And he was laughing at me like, I'm joking. I'm like, I'm not joking, nigga. I feel like a failure. I could do everything. I couldn't do this. Like, I'm not going to lie. You should. Well, I'm doing that shit tomorrow. Wait, you set up, wait, you set up a, a golden shower appointment? Well, he don't know it. <laughs> Damn, how am I going to do this? My mama coming to town tomorrow. You better get a hotel room like I put all my friends in a hotel room when they came. Fuck, I can't. My period's on. That's too much. Ew. No, no, no. I'm going to get some You want to pee blood? That's too much. Oh, God. Well, anyway, uh, I'm not going to hold you. Saturday was up some notches. First of all, the fact that y'all bitches know what dread nigga I would fuck just because they have tattoos is insane. Secondly, um, I ain't going to hold you. I was like, having a lot of anxiety because the last time I've had an event, I got broken up with. Ah. Uh, now, Grace... So, you guys may... So, I don't think the regular uh, listeners know this. You shared this on Patreon that the last event you had, mm-hmm. the person that you were talking to was like, actually, I can't do this. Yeah. And um, so, and, yeah. So, basically... This was like a big thing. Yeah. But he also came to the Philly show. He came right, to right, two right. shows. He came to the Philly show and after the Philly show, he was like... Uh, I can see why someone couldn't handle this, but I'm sorry that happened to you. Like, he didn't make me feel like, he was like, but I get it. Like, you're watching someone talk about, like, old dick and different shit. And I thought the worst part for him would be seeing text messages of me and other niggas. Uh, but he was like, no, I thought that was funny. Like, you were funny. And I think one thing I've appreciated about different lovers coming to my shows is that they all say the same thing. They're all like, oh, you're really just being yourself. And then him and I went to dinner with Charlemagne after. 
And Charlamagne said the same thing. He goes, you and Mandy really get up there and just be yourself. And no, that's a character. <laughs> <laughs> but also, no, I am celibate. And shout out to all of you guys, because I am going to be losing my celibacy to the 22-year-old. And the audience cheered me on. And that's why I know I love the horror hype and I appreciate you all. I mean, that was crazy. I said in the audience, oh my God, you guys, I took a pregnancy test when I'm pregnant. Everybody cheers. Mandy said, I'm going to break my celibacy. They're like, yes! <laughs> I was like, well, damn. Um, so, okay. Uh, I wanted to go over a few things. Oh, next thing. Wednesday, this Wednesday, Bitch, November. Are you teaching a class? <laughs> I'm excited about it. This Wednesday, my season three, Sex Cells, comes out. I know when we were in Canada, I was like, anybody watch Sex Cells? And no one made noise. I found out it's because it's not in Canada. Fuse is only available in uh, the States, South Africa, and India. Boom. So if you guys want to watch it, use the code Wheezy10. It'll give you 10% off an annual subscription. But also, it's available on Amazon Prime Video Channels, Roku Premium Subscriptions, because I don't have cable either. And Sling. It be on Sling. Oh, it's on Sling. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandy's episode, I believe, is gonna come out the second week of December. Um, that shit was so funny, y'all. We we had sex and made a sex tape. <laughs> well, I tried to make a sex tape, and Mandy was like, "Bitch, this is trash. This is awful." Um, but this episode is with everyone's favorite person on the Just show. Just so which y'all is my know, Weezy thinks making dumplings is sexy. I don't have time for I you. I thought cooking. Yeah, no, I don't have time for you. Cooking okay. real food. Well, not prepackaged frozen shit that you just throw into a fucking pan. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to make dumplings from scratch. No, that bitch opened up a fucking freezer pack and dumped them in, on the stove. Mandy had to go take Nina while I tried to fuck myself for the sex tape. It was good. You'll see it. But um, support sex cells on Fuse. It's my season three. And um, we have more businesses that are the first two seasons were very like I just wanted to take businesses that I had met already. And see how they make money. Because we heard the sex story on horror, but I'm like, all right, let's talk about the money. This time, there was some big shit. Oh, Vinny gets his dick shot up. It's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. That shit was fucking... I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. That's wild. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Before we get into this week's episode, we want to thank each and every single person of the Whore Hive who chose to not come to one, but several of our shows this tour. That was insane. We did sell an astronomical amount of tickets for you guys to explore and enjoy and laugh and join us on the Climax Tour. And what we didn't share with you guys, which they did see in New York, Walking, like, behind the stage, which is what we're going to share with you, Weezy and I were literally in tears before going on stage. I was so emotional um, that day. This was also, um, right after the pandemic, I think we did, like, four shows. We did the major markets. We did D.C., Atlanta, New York, L.A. We didn't do me and Greek. So we have not been able to meet our fans since pre-pandemic, since, like, 2019, top of 2020. Mm-hmm. And so this is the first time... We were able to meet so many of you and just wow. Like this was, this was amazing. We've been on tour literally since June. We also had Black Effect in April and then we had London in February of this year. So just so you guys know. We've been on tour all year. There's literally three months this year that we were not doing a live show or meeting our fans. And so this year has meant a lot for Horrible Decisions, the brand, us getting into writing this book. I think it was so important for us to actually experience this before Before writing. the book. I because agree. I agree. Something that we've been talking about on our book call, like obviously the fun, crazy sex shit is there. And just to let you guys know a little bit, just, just briefly, Mandy and I have been talking, like we've sold more tickets to shows than required of our book sales, right? Like we obviously have that. We have a cult fan base, but we want this to be Everywhere. And to be fair, all of Charlemagne's books on his imprint are in airports. So, bitch, I, I want to be in an airport. Oh, bitch, I want to be in a motherfucking airport too, huh? Definitely. I mean, we be in the airports, but I want to be in the airport. Uh-huh. Like at, at the little Hudson Hudson place. What's it called? I want somebody to walk by it. I'm going to be like, uh, anyway, so Mandy and I wanted this book to literally be something that anybody could pick up, not just some podcast book. We don't even want our faces on the shit like, bitch. We literally said we're not up. putting our faces on the cover. Hell nah, ho. You going to pick this shit up because you think it's nasty. But... I just want you guys to know this isn't surface level. It's not basic shit. It's not thrown together just because they gave some podcast girls a deal. And something we just had on our book call was what is the question that re- readers will or the answers they will find? And I think that I wouldn't have known that until this tour. Seeing why people like us has really connected with me. And also, um, obviously, shout out to Vinny. He did an Vinny amazing did job. did an amazing, incredible job. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I got some feedback from Brianda, who's come to all of our shows. And I'm sure your friends have done the same. Mm-hmm. She said something that I thought got was... got a ton of feedback. Yeah. That I thought was so interesting. She would always give me really big notes about us, even in Vision Fest. She's always writing in the middle of me talking. Uh, that's just how her brain works. She's a writer. She goes, unbelievable. I don't know if you and Mandy just got better together or if you both got better on stage. She says, there's one thing that you do and it's messy and I like it. She goes, you kind of talk over each other, but it almost adds to the fact that it's like this crazy show. She's like, it's not as distracting as it once was. She's like, you're doing it to like add to the stories. You guys know where to uh, pick at each other. Like, and she's like to tease. She's like, I was so impressed. But I think maybe if that is our biggest flaw, it's because we're looking at the audience and not each other. But she's like, seamless transition. Like, she's like, I couldn't believe it. She said she found that the only time she was bored was when we left the stage, which is crazy because you're literally watching someone get flogged. Yeah. She's, well, a lot of flogging. I know. And spanking and leather and And King Noir and Jasmine. Yeah. Shout out to King Noir, Jasmine. I, Shout out to Shayla, shout out to Arizel, shout out to literally all of our performers for the Climax Tour. Who was your favorite? Ooh, why you got to do this? Why you like doing this? Why you like doing this? I like the people from Atlanta with the fire. Oh, they were incredible. The croissant in Seattle was great. So my favorite was, and I hate, it was Noir Icarus. He was our burle- the only male burlesque performer. In Orlando? In Orlando. Ooh, that nigga killed that he shit. He killed that shit. So Icarus Noir, I believe, is his name. I was thinking, he, I didn't think of him as a kinkster in the moment, but yes. Yeah. I mean, our performers did their fucking thing. So if you guys make sure to follow us on our Instagram over the next week or two, we are going to be posting a lot of photos from tour, but we'll also be tagging all of our... Um, performers for the tour. I, I was I trying to time. think of our best synergy in a show, and there were two that came to mind. There was audiences like I know. I remember Phoenix like wowed us. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna say it right here: best cities because we already did it in the group chat. Anyways, New York was the best show. New York was the best show. I think our funniest show was Toronto. Yeah, and Toronto. then the best energy for a crowd, and it was our smallest show. Phoenix. Phoenix. That was crazy. Phoenix was nuts. That bitch jumped on stage and no, almost Phoenix got kicked out and it was still but good. also just everyone that was there just seemed so happy we had never gone to Phoenix. And an honorable mention, Seattle. For me. I was going to say, I think our best synergy was Seattle. Seattle I don't know was, why Seattle it was, was funny. Great. Seattle was great. I'm going to tell y'all the truth about Seattle. One, I didn't want to go. Two, Mandy <laughs> was trying to cancel it the week of. I was, no, I was trying to cancel it months before. Then I was like, <laughs> Bitch, we not going to cancel it. We already just said we going there. My schedule already motherfucking And there's set. something about when that attitude is like, eh. So. It was amazing. It was that. And I think it was just like, oh shit, this vibe is amazing. But then even Toronto. I don't know if anyone remembers, but Afrotech was that weekend. I just want to say that was the most fucked up I had ever been on the flight. <laughs> I had the shakes. I was in the club at five in the morning. My flight was at six. I was telling me, I never drink before shows. I was literally drinking in the airport. I was like, I ain't gonna hold you. But you drank like the last three, four shows before the show. Oh, no, I know. Me and Vinny were like, what's going Hello? on with her? 
Is but it a blue moon? For Toronto, we're on the way. Me, Mandy, and Minnie are in the Delta Lounge. And I was like, I don't feel well. I'm drinking water. It's not working. And Mandy looked me dead in the face and said, it's not going to work. You have to drink alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, um, I do also want to say honorable mention. Um, another one, my favorite city always to perform in. DC. And our biggest venue, D.C. Oh, those are my favorite outfits. Our, the outfits, I think our performers in D.C. were great. Like, I really enjoyed uh, DC as well. By the way, not to take away from any of the other cities, I love the entire tour, but bitch, we went to 18 of y'all. By the way, London, it is not a scam. We will be <laughs> announcing our new show. It will be in April. Just know It's that. a rescheduled show, it's y'all. It's a rescheduled. We ain't scam, y'all. There niggas. was a fucking war. They were scaring <laughs> us. We're sorry. Um. Oh, you know what? Dallas with four was so dope. Yeah, that was dope. Um. I'm gonna say the least favorite. No, we don't have to do that. Okay. We literally do not have to do that. It wasn't a crowd, though. It's, we, but we don't have to do that. Okay. It's giving negative energy. <laughs> Let's get into our fucking vanilla shit. Bitch. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Should, were there any crazy behind the scenes or like faux pas or? Not really. No. I think one thing people don't know that uh, I found interesting to talk about. People don't know that we like carry our own shit. Yeah. And like do shit. Through like the airport, it. y'all. Oh, yeah. So on tour. It is me, Wheezy, Vinny. So when we get to the venue... Sometimes Nina, bitch. When we get to the venue, they're literally asking, and we're like, oh, we're the performers. But also, we're setting up the stage. We're setting up the merch. We're literally putting the lanyards together that the VIP people wear. We are putting those together on stage. We are doing sound check with ourselves. We're telling them the lights. We're telling them our levels on our mic. Wheezy's mic always has to be louder than mine. Um, Did you watch the BTS on Patreon of ATL show? Not yet, no. So in the BTS, it's hilarious because whoever cut that, shout out to that girl that did the BTS, she was good. I I was backstage and Mandy and I got to the Buckhead Theater and they had the biggest marquee and the marquee is basically the signage, right? And everything was going well. We were getting ice cream. Everybody's in a good mood. And Mandy was there the day before with her friends. And uh, I said to the BCS girl, because Mandy did her makeup, she left. She was like, what's normally something that goes on during the show? I was like, Everything's going well today, but Mandy needs to do something. I was like, because her brain is a very, like, uh, methodical brain. I was like, so if something's going well, she'll be like, no, uh, well, we'll, we're gonna, we'll, we'll see. Don't, let's not say it yet. We'll see. And then the camera flips to you and you're like, where, do we, where are we at? Mandy, what, what do we have to do? He's like, everything's fine. She's like, yep, but what are we doing? Like, <laughs> I learned that about Mandy, actually. And I remember thinking to myself that there really is no way for, uh, I would say you to not like people. Some people need to feel like they have their hands on something. You need to know. You need to see it. Like, I think I learned that about you. Not that I didn't know before, but I really saw it now because Vinny even and you maybe the first two shows, he was like, Mandy, like I've been doing this with you. Let me do this. Well, this is also a new show. But at the end also, and I've been saying it with my therapist. I've said it on my other show. The last couple months, I don't give a fuck about anything. (laughs) <laughs> Y'all, Weezy don't want it to try new shit. And I'm like, do I want to do it? No, but it's Weezy, fun we're going to, but it's, it's like, Weezy, it. we're going to do it because I'm not going to argue with you. But also, I never want to, stu- I never want to be stunned creatively. And Weezy just has these ideas. Does she know how it's going to work? No, but she's like, it's going to work out fine. And I'm like, but I need a script. What are we doing? When is this happening? Oh, I already learned something with you on tour. <laughs> and I said this to Charlotte when we were at dinner. I said, uh, Mandy's best moments of the show were when I changed the slides. Mandy is so focused on it being a good show that she needs to know what she's doing. 
But what you don't realize is it's just podcasting. When you haven't seen a clip yet, you're like, reacting just like you do on a, you've been podcasting seven years and you're successful at it because you know how to react. So when something's new. But no, those weren't new clips. I saw. No, no, no. I'm saying like when you're doing something for the first time on stage, those like Toronto, I felt like that was your best. No, Toronto was out. Toronto was funny. You were funniest in Toronto. And it would be funny. Do you know know that's what the fuck? By the way, me and Alex made up in Philly. So Alex comes up to me at your after party. He's like, I just want to let you know. I don't know if like normally you're just so structural. Like every time I've seen you, you could tell you you have beats. He was like, you let go though. He was like, you're so funny now. And I was like, nigga, I've been funny, nigga. No, I do. Hold on real quick. And I'm talking to him like this. Because my eyes are closed, bitch. I'm high. (laughs) And so I'm looking at my eyes closed. I'm like this. Nigga, I've been funny. Brianna said that too. She's like, Mandy was way more funny. And she was like, bitch, I be funny. But you know what it is that you don't realize? You're so outline obsessed. Because we have a time crunch. That you couldn't allow yourself to let go. Yes, you were always funny, but you were funnier, I think, because you maybe trusted the process more. Well, we were on show 18. I better, <laughs> bitch. We had been touring for six months. Um, God I, damn it. I also, uh, <laughs> so Dred had met Mandy for the first time at... In Philly. Uh-huh. And he said to me, like, Mandy was bugging out about makeup or something. And he was like, I just kind of was expecting you guys not to get along. But also, like, I've never, I didn't think you'd be that nice and sweet to her. And, like, just seeing that you know how to talk to her if she's getting annoyed. And it's funny because I told you, you were getting annoyed at the makeup artist or something. Something was going wrong and you were, like, mad. I was like, okay, man, do you want a coffee? Do you want to eat? And Who was this, in Philly? Yes. Something was going on where you had an attitude. I, you didn't have an attitude with me. Hold on, We not. What? Never mind. We're, we'll talk off air. Say it. No, it was, it was just different. <laughs> it was just a different experience. Okay, wait, but that was, was just like... You were getting irritated. Well, not only that, we had a kinkster who was unresponsive. Oh, right, right, right. Like, there was other things about the show. But then... But yes. I realized you did that to me and helped me in Toronto. Because I was like... Oh, yeah, you were you were done. I, but I, I think that that really has helped it more. It's like we care so much about putting on a good, good show that you do have to be... You just have to decide. I, and I think it's giving therapy. But A, it's seven years in. We we know what the fuck we're both dealing with. Like, we know each other at this point. Uh-huh. Despite growth, we know exactly... We've been doing this long enough, right? And to me, it's now like we both actually know we have the same goal. And sometimes... It doesn't make sense to have an attitude. It doesn't make sense to argue. And we literally are just like... But it's like, hard to not. We, but also, but then in the moment, cool, we have an attitude. We get over it because we both have the same goal and we actually want to have a good time. It's like, why am I going to sit here and make this a miserable experience? I remember San Francisco was time. the moment that it was like, oh, now I know how to fix these arguments. So Yo, we walked the motherfucking Starbucks. We hugged and kissed and shit. <laughs> we was like... We got, no, it we started got, before Starbucks. We got really loud at each other, and I don't remember over what. Do you remember over it what? It was the PowerPoint, and you were saying something to the guy who's making the PowerPoint. I'm like, why are you talking to him like that? I haven't gotten fucking sleep. Well, no, it wasn't that I got fucking sleep. You, it was text messages, because by the way, screenshotted all of them. Vinny saw him, and I was like, bro, I wasn't being nasty. Weezy Vinny thought I was said being you're nasty. being nasty. No, see, Vinny be lying. See, Vinny be lying, bitch. Because he was like, call I know, Vinny right I know, now. She's doing. No, Vinny does call Vinny right now. He's out. a fucking liar. Because he Vinny said, was like, like, Mandy doesn't realize her tone. But 
There's no tone in text messages. You were a bitch. I <laughs> I wasn't though, and that's where I was like, bro, I don't. Vinny, need Vinny, what? we talking. Who was who was Mandy not being a bitch to Brandon in San Francisco? And Vinny, did I not send you the screenshots and you say I wasn't? No, it was Brandon? to the, the guy making the PowerPoint. To the guy making the PowerPoint. Was it not just direct and Weezy took it as me being a bitch when I was just texting what I wanted? Yeah. I don't think it's her being a bitch. I think she just gives the nice piece and just gets to what she's saying. You literally See, said I think told she you. was being a bitch to me. And because you said he's just going to agree. I don't, remember the, I don't remember saying that in San Francisco at all. Thank you. you. So Thank you. Thank we you. We were texting on the side. And then Thank Brandon you. texted Thank on the you. side. No, see, Vinny's full of shit. Goodbye. Now, look, now, but, he does it to both of us. No, but now he just, he didn't say that. And he literally said that to me. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh my God, thank you so much. You're so amazing. Thank you for doing this. Okay, so then why, we, when no. we got to San Francisco, I said, Mandy, come no, here. Stop no, no, being no, no, a bitch. No, no, you no. hugged me. But I wasn't because I'm going to hug you because <laughs> you're going to always think I'm a bitch. But Vinny literally was in the group chat, saw the messages. And here's the thing Weezy likes to say, thanks, babes. Appreciate you so much. All these things. I'm just going to ask you for what the fuck I need. I also have never met this man. I do not know him. And there were some fuck ups along the way. So here's what I need, and I need it before this time. That's it. I don't have to say, you're amazing. You're so great. Oh, my God. Weezy does that. Weezy's like, babes, you're amazed. Ah, thank you so much. I don't say amazed, Okay, <laughs> But I, in just communicating <laughs> via text or email, am not going to give all of the, the whatever, when you have to oh, make wait, someone wait, wait. feel better about I know when you were the biggest themselves. bitch. I actually felt bad for this hoe. She was terrible, but... This was hilarious. So who? You're not going to do this. No, no, no you're going to laugh. I, I mean, she, deserved, so nice she, deserved she deserved it. She deserved it. Who? The London makeup artist. Mandy was so pissed off about her makeup. It was really bad. And mine Wait. was too. And you were like, this is insane. <laughs> you were literally getting your makeup done. I called you. I was like, hey, are you done? You're like, my makeup looks crazy. And the girl was still doing her makeup. Oh, that was. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> the girl was so nervous. And Mandy was like, this is, I have to fix this. I don't even know. <laughs> and then I fixed it right in front of her. <laughs> was the What's the problem? <laughs> I'm paying. It's not like we got the makeup for free. <laughs> so and bad. London was expensive. And I just paid for this. I could have done this myself. Bro. So then I'm like, thank God I brought my own makeup. Because this is, I have to fix this. Bro, I get to the venue. My makeup was done after Mandy. And Mandy was like, so? How does yours look better than mine? I was like, mine's still bad. She was like, well, it's not as bad, but it's bad. And <laughs> but like, it's bad. It was right. bad. It was really bad. We look like drag queens. What's wrong with being honest? See what I mean? You you like to lie every night. Like, oh, like you could sugarcoat shit all you want. It doesn't, she needs to know her makeup skills were not up to par and you shouldn't be charging this, bitch. It'd be like $500. I know. Exactly. And I think she was late. I don't have time for it. She will. That was it. Don't be late. Oh, Do not be late. Who was the latest? We Kansas had a makeup artist over like an hour later. No, she got in a car accident. And here I go. But you here and you were an hour late. <laughs> you should have left your house an hour earlier. I will say this, though. I completely agree with you about timeliness. Like, I know that for the most part, like in the in terms of podcasting, I've been on time. But when it comes to like sometimes home shit, I've been late. Mandy was like 10, 15 minutes. It throws me off. And like, I get it. Like, you know, that was something that I I fixed. But I realized from this tour, people do not give a fuck about time. They don't. And, and I, I don't, like I don't think I've been a stickler like you are, but it, it made me realize I am. That made me not like people on tour. Oh, and we will still, oh, thanks. But then come back and be like, that motherfucker. We think we'll talk shit about you behind your back. And be, that's the difference with me. You go get the same energy 
in front of your face and behind your back. Oh, no. Weezy will be super nice. and Babes. I'm Regina George. And oh, then, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? And then she'll come back and be like, um, lock the doors. No one's allowed in here. I really don't want to be bothered by anybody. That's the difference. I'm just going to tell them to their face. And Weezy's like, oh, you don't have to tell them to their face. And it's like, why not? Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't want people's impression to ever be like, wow, that person was mean. And all, and well, my, then you should show up on time. My social battery also like needs to reset a lot because I'm so like nice and whatever. Yeah, because it's exhausting to be phony. And it's phony. funny because now it's you see why I need to be quiet before but, shows. Before but, you didn't get but that. It's exhausting to be phony. I'm not me, phony. No, no, no. To be nice to people that you don't really like or want to be around? No, I want to be I want to be nice to everyone. I get that. Even when you don't like someone. So you have to recharge your social battery to be I just want to be kind. And I'm I'm kind but I'm blunt. Oh, I wasn't nice in LA. They were rude. And that's why they treated us like we did it. We didn't get our Beyonce playlist at the end of our meet and greet. I couldn't believe that host said, can you tell me about the seats? I work for the venue, not Ticketmaster. Okay, are there seats in the venue, bitch? Yeah, no. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Okay, anyway. anyways, can we get into something? The hoes want to hear us 
be hoes, even though you did share. At least, look, thank God. Both of us um, are not celibate. Let's we at least share Nella her. shit then and talk about our favorite hors d'oeuvre from tour. Mm. Mine was the girl with the Gatorade trick because I did it and it worked. We had someone in Charlotte. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. I just remember she works at Trader Joe's. But she came up, she did the cucumber challenge and her tip before the cucumber was drink the clear Gatorade. The clear one. The ice glacier. The- None of us know what the fuck ice glacier tastes like. But she I said, did lemon lime. She said, drink the ice glacier Gatorade. Lemon lime, my favorite. Me too. Bitch, you want to be me so bad? Well, no, no, no. The fruit punches. But I oh, used yeah, the... Oh, yeah, take um, the fruit punch. I, I did the lemon lime one, sucked dick, and it did come out, and bitch, it was fucking hot. Why I think the ice glacier makes sense is also because it's not going to change the color of your spit. That's probably why, too. Oh, yeah, but he is dark. We can't see. But that shit was sexy as fuck. But when we talk about spit being yellow, and I'm talking about maybe it's from curry, then it's a problem. Lemon lime Gatorade, Mandy, is not that yellow. I think it makes you, it might change the color. It is pretty yellow. It is. Bitch, that shit is like piss yellow. Well, that's what he wanted. <laughs> Stop. See? No, no, no. That I thought was the best tip. Um, And then there was a dude that gave a really good tip. Do you have any other hors d'oeuvre tips from the audience that you remember? I mean, to be honest, a lot of them were basic. I just wanted to watch them suck a cucumber. The worst tip um, was the girl in Dallas. Oh, wait. What did she say? Oh, I'll never forget it. She said, and I quote, my tip is deep throat is porn shit. You don't really have to deep throat. And the whole audience is like, oh, Which is crazy because if you remove the it's porn shit, bitch, you don't. (laughs) I don't really be deep throwing. Huh? I tell you what that all the time. Bitch, I be giving fake gags like a motherfucker. I love a good deep throat. I spit on the tip. But then where I shine is the balls and the gooch, babe. Bitch, I gave some head I yesterday. I do not have to deep throat your dick and sit here and feel like I'm about to die. I was to, deep throating so crazy. Dick. That nigga came and literally after he came, he goes, oh my God, I'm sorry. I thought I was going to fuck you. I was like, it's cool. And see, that's why I will not. Queen of the goddamn bitch, jungle, bitch. it's not cool. It is not cool. You will fuck me after. I, oh, God, Can you get it back up? Yeah, you better. But this nigga's the dope and I'm not going to risk it. Oh, you know what I want to say? I'm not going to risk it. Oh, one hors d'oeuvre that I liked. So the guy that was on my team in New York, when he was uh, doing his orgasm, his his Hollywood moan, he was like, oh my God, yeah, I want to come together. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry saying this shit. I want to come together? My shit that I say during sex is thank you. I told the audience that. I've probably said it on Horrible before. Oh, bitch, I said that shit yesterday. What was it, after the show? Oh, girl. I was loud because I had someone staying at my house for a bit. But I haven't been able to be loud the last few months. But now I got my apartment in New York back. I'm like, thank you for this dick. Oh, thank you for serving me this dick. This dick is so good. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't had sex in a while, so I'll let y'all know. I uh, really the hope things that I say when I get back. I hope that when I have sex with someone new, they don't watch this and say, damn, I hope you saying the same shit. I'm not gonna lie. I've been thinking of what new things I'm going to say because I'm about to fuck someone new. I'm going to fuck someone new in a minute. I got I'll finger be bang. saying thank you to new dick. I got finger bang, but fucking, taking, like, fucking someone new, I literally, the fact that I just brought this up with my therapist is crazy because I'm like, uh, I go back to all, like, I circle back and run it back with a lot of my old niggas and I'm trying to find a replacement for 24-7 right now, which is why the 22-year-old makes sense. 
because he's local, uh-huh. I realized I have no local dick except for 24-7, which is what makes it difficult that I'm about to be off for a month. So I'm like, 22-year-old it is. I really hope that uh, I get, like, right now I have a New York and an L.A. dick. I haven't fucked BDD in a minute, but I think it's because he's like, bitch, I know you fucking another nigga. <laughs> and you know, niggas don't like when you get a new dick. But I think that the thing I told him is, or that I want to talk to him about is like, bruh, like, you know I want to date. I need to date. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to date because you're looking for a partner and he refuses to be the partner that you would like him to be? Or you want to date because you want multiple people? No, right it's now. not about him refusing to be a partner to me. It's just about like, well, then not it's refusing just not there. Him. Okay, so you don't see him as that person. Maybe like, not at this juncture in our lives. Like, okay. You know, I love him very much and I know he loves me too. I think that it's just not the moment for us. But okay. like, that doesn't mean I'm going to wait for anyone. I know that's right, bitch. You know? I don't nobody. Um, and, I, and, I, and I love BDD very much. And I also know that relationship is very um, threatening to other men. Like literally, um, my mom had an emergency. I think it was in LA. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. He was the first person I called. Hmm. I was like, my mom's not answering the phone. She's not feeling good. She was like, like I mean, boom, like that's him. And, and it even showed me like, oh, damn, I do have other friends in L.A., but I called him. Like, I, I really realized that, like, that's how important he is to me. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna bring it up. But I wouldn't allow you to have no male friends because you be crossing the boundaries, honey. I told you about one crush I, know, I had, I you know, fucking bitch. I'm just saying, if I was a man, you get no male friends because... I didn't you, cross a boundary. Uh, not yet. But your mind is... I just have a crush. It is crossing boundaries but it's not in your mind. a real thing. But in your mind, it is. It just has... I ain't gonna hold you. I wouldn't want none of my niggas to have the friendships you have. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll tell you this. And that's fine. That nigga told uh, Alex at the fucking party, he was like, Oh, I was skeptical of every male friendship until you and Gila. Like, this is something I've never seen. And it's funny because I think Alex and I are the exception. I don't know why, but... Well, and now he has a fucking fiancé. So, cool. It makes sense. No, no, no. I think we've always kind of been the exception. But Like, even one of my homegirls said to me, like, I would never trust a man with a woman friend. I was like, really? But look at me and Alex. She's like, that's weird. I don't know what how it works, but it does. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it is. But I also realized my boundaries with Alex are different. For example, uh, I made out with a girl somewhere in front of one of my <laughs> Look at friends. You trying to, I'm trying to like excuse, make sure this not story not come out. Details. I made out with a girl somewhere in front of a male friend. And to me, that moment was super sexual. I would never do that in front of Alex. Like, mm. I don't have, mo like, I wouldn't, it, it's a very family feeling with him. Um... I also think that the details I give other homeboys about my sex life, me and Alex don't. Okay. Uh, and I think it's just like a line that we we know how to not cross. See, I have a lot of male friends that I've never thought to cross any of those lines with. So I do believe it can happen. I'm just saying, the way you have your friendships outside of Alex. Why are you saying the way I have my friendships? There's, I've never done anything with any of these yeah. friends. But in your mind, you be... I don't want, I don't want my nigga imagining something that's even, that could happen with any of his woman friends. And you, you be imagining. It was a moment, Mandy. Y'all, she a unicorn. She got an imagination. That's all I'm talking about. First that's of it. all, 
The other problem is like <laughs> men and women, you have to get to the point where you know you're not going to fuck. Right? How long does it take then to get to the point where you know you're not going to fuck a friend? I don't know, but I always, I always <laughs> thought Alex and I uh, knew we weren't going to fuck. When we had a show in Atlanta, him and I shared a but room. Also there, and I, I took but, a but, shit and he said, oh, we're, we're really friends. But also That's there's a know. difference. I just, when I was looking for them pictures for that slideshow, Alex looks like a fuckboy now because he got a little bit of money. But what we do, Alex, that's it was easy not to fuck Alex when he was a cop. That's not true. He was always handsome. Not no. He got the little twisties now. He looked like a pure fuckboy. <laughs> I hate that it's true. Bro, he looked like a fuckboy now. He be having the little chains. He actually got some swag now. That nigga could not dress when he was nigga get a Rolex and look what happens. Not, listen. They get money. Bitch, we talked about it all tour. Bitch, when we looked at them old videos of us, baby, I couldn't believe. I look back and now that's... Bro, probably, you know what Charlamagne said? What? He said, why man didn't look back at that slide? I said, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. I have looked back at my old pictures, how I dress, how I judge even my own appearance. And I'm like, oh, I couldn't fuck y'all niggas again. That but it was like, a. But that's the thing, though. Like sometimes I, I mean, think about I, that I with know clothes. I'm lit. I know I'm dope, but it's I was like, like style girl, was different then. I couldn't like, dress. I couldn't do my eyebrows. I kept putting this fucking bun up in my head. I, I thought was, the like, bun was cute. Yeah, I know. Actually, when I was looking back, because like <laughs> I was having to do a lot of uh, digging for old clips, I was like, "Damn, bro, we looked more alike back then with them curly weaves, and we wear them at the same time." I was it like, was a mess. Remember that guy at New York show? He's like y'all sisters. Now, first off. People are racist. <laughs> the way that y'all still continue to send me bitches with short hair. Y'all thought I was the bitch singing on the Delta flight. And y'all know I can't sing for I shit. I know they didn't. Bitch, yes, they did. I hate Now y'all know I can't sing. I have no vocals. I hated that and bitch, the baby. fact that y'all thought I was singing a gospel song on a goddamn flight, the fact that I got tagged as if that would be me, you, bitch, I'll be asleep before we take off off the motherfucking, the, the wrong way, bitch. Fuck out of here. Shout out to that fine-ass flight attendant we invited to the... Uh, oh, we did? To the Toronto show? Whatever show. It was. Yeah, she was fine. Boston, I thought it was. It might have been Boston. I don't know where But we she was based she out of good. Atlanta. I know oh, no, Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto, bitch. It was Toronto. <laughs> Shout out to you, bitch. I'm trying to think what ass. niggas I wanted to fuck this tour. Bro, so we just not getting into anything. Oh, okay. Today. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the horrible decision is... <laughs> Pain, pleasure. We're going to give y'all like an extra 15 minutes on this episode today. No, no, no. We're not even an hour yet. I've been talking. I know. We're doing all right. Pain, pleasure, and, don't, and don't progression. Don't run through this, bitch. I'm not. Okay. Pain, pleasure, and progression. Mandy and I have been focusing on this for our tour. And I think we can actually probably skip when did we experience the most pain. I think yours has definitely been recent. Um, yeah. Which is crazy because when I saw this on the outline, I immediately would have went to the train experience that I shared on this mm -hmm. pod. My abortion was easy, bitch. So not really that as much, but this year I've experienced the most loss in terms of my first love and my first relationship. Maybe not my first love. The first person I said love to, because he's no, he he's, wasn't my soulmate. Yeah. Um, But losing that, losing a very public friendship um, that is no longer the case. 
Bitch, don't look shocked. We talked about it for two months on Patreon, bitch. I actually um, thought about another. Oh, one. oh, there's oh that one too. But I haven't. I'm sorry. I haven't vocalized that one. I I, was I con- know. I am confusion. I know. That's why I look like that. I was you like, know, um, there's been multiple friendships lost this year, um, and then um, many of you know because I've shared. I lost my cousin in a brutal murder, and then I lost my grandfather this year. So this your cousin has been, died this year. At the top of the year, if I'm not mistaken. That wow. was all this year. That's a lot. This, so, like, this has been, like, Oof. the year that I've experienced the most loss in my life. Like, from family members to friendships to a partner to... And, look, don't get me crying because, bitch, I don't know how to put lashes sorry, back I on. Sorry, I your eyes get glassy. Um, I'm sorry. But this year has been a lot. And then having to kind of, like, sh- not shadow at all, but, like, move through it all with touring. I toured both pods this year. I've had the most content I've ever had to fucking produce. I've had to pod through it all. Hey, you lost a lot of weight. Let's talk about that. And I did. Oh, I lost a lot of weight too, bitch. So I didn't realize uh, through the pandemic, I was one like many who ended up like gaining some of the weight back that I had lost in gastric. And so when I broke up with my partner, um, I was like, nope, let me just get back to me. We were on tour. I've worked out. I did all the things and I lost 20 pounds over the last like four or five months and I just feel better. And I'm just like, this year has just been a lot like to where next year ain't going to be like this bitch. I'm going to tell you now, I don't know. I already started cutting and decided me and my therapist just went through the next two months of what our therapy sessions will be. Not only with the book, but I'm like, there's a, there's a lot of things that I fear in starting new next year, including dating, including like, opening myself up to sex, um, opening myself up as a new person to dating and what I want and how to communicate it and the new changes that we're making with not only the book, but Patreon and figure... Now, Patreon is going to be a... It's going to be a whole new experience. So, like, yeah. Now to you, bitch. What has been, like, the biggest painful thing for, for your, like, that you've experienced this year? Oh, this year. Ooh. This year. Yeah, bitch, 2023. Oh, we were talking about the podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, are we talking? We could do the podcast. But we, just so y'all know, this is the last time we are recording in 2023. So it could be the year or it could be the podcast. But as just a person, as a potter, as a person, as a dater, as a woman. I like, think the most po- pain experience on the podcast was... uh feeling like my relationship with Old Bay was a lie because I didn't know if it was a lie. Like, Mm. I talked about how much fun I had with having threesomes and whatever, and I meant it. And it was healthy in my mind when it was going on. Oh, bitch, me too. Like, it wasn't bad, right? And I also don't like that, like, I had to get up and explain the breakup one day and then people be like, oh, well, maybe... I, I guess for me... My biggest pain point is someone thinking that I'm misleading them. Mm. And it's not that I would ever want to lie to the audience and say, follow what I'm doing. I really believed in what I was doing, it, that, that it was for me. And because I had just done it with scissors and Beard Bay in a healthy way. But what happened with Old Bay was just so crazy. Like, I just to find out the person that you love is a total fucking liar. 
Um, and oh, also to, the club, to then f- fucking fall in love with hospital dick. And that actually be what I think was one of the loves of my life. And then it just be gone. So it's like all of it. I couldn't talk about how painful that was because all people really knew about was old Bay. I wasn't right. talking about hospital dick that much, but I made a complete mistake with him. Like I just, I don't know. I was not only dishonest with him, but just like, I wasn't apologetic enough or I didn't take enough accountability in the things that I had done. And so it's like, you just can't get that person back once you turn, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like learning that I had to really own up to my mistakes. Cause I've always felt like the worst mistake you can make is lying and cheating. Mm-hmm. So to me, if I'm not doing that, I'm not that bad. Um, and then I would say this year, mm, actually, no, whatever year it was that I deleted Instagram, that was last year that I got hella depressed. That was probably the worst of the podcast. Was that yeah, last year? Was, two years ago. La- no, that was last year. No, no, it was a, it was the 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 time that I got twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty twenty one. That was the worst time of my life. I thought I was going to trigger warning. Fast forward fifteen seconds, kill myself. That was crazy as fuck. Yeah, it was rough. And also, like, it was just like, ooh, what do you do? And that was a part of the breakup. I remember getting Nina. And the only reason Nina's so attached to Brianda is because the week I got her, I was like, fuck this dog. I got to go to Mexico. <laughs> Bitch, you know I love running to Mexico. I was confused. And it made me think of this comment I saw on last week's episode with Sh- Sahara. Shout out to her. I know she's her homegirl. Someone was like, why are women so obsessed with romantic relationships? Like, dude, uh, we're literally... We're programmed that way. Right. And yeah. so I think I was really confused. But what I would say for progression... I know now that I saw a clip of Viola Davis, I think it was. I think it was Viola Davis. That they were, she was asking her and her husband for love advice. And she was like, I told my daughter, you're the love of your life. And I was like, I think I've probably loved myself more. I've always loved who I am and who I was, but like loving myself before others. Right. Because I put my parents first. I mean, but not only your parents. You just said. 22 minutes ago. Look at me sounding like Spongebob. Sorry. You did. But you literally also just said you have to take breaks because you want to show up for so many other people first that it, it, it literally physically and mentally drains you that even while we're on tour, you need pockets of breaks because you're putting how other people are going to perceive you and the thoughts that they may have of you first before your well-being. It's so bad, like and obsessively, and um, and that's it's unhealthy. He was giving me a foot massage after the show, and I was like, "Oh, thank you." I said it like five times, and then I was like, "Okay, I'll give you one." And he was like, "Yo, like, <laughs> can you not relax?" Yeah. And I was like, "No, no, no, I can give one to you." And I was so tired, Mandy. It was like five a.m. when I got home, and uh, he told me that one of the things. That he, it's like the things that he was saying he likes the most about me are the things that are the worst things about me. He told me he loves that. He was like, I've seen what you do for other people. You give the shirt off your back. Like, you're just not a selfish person. And then he said, but I also think room for improvement with you is like, you don't know how to sit down. You always think you need to be doing something. Mm-hmm. I feel completely useless when I'm not doing something. He left my house Which on Sunday. Crazy. And I oh, was in. You just said that was me. For other people. No. For our show. No, I know. For you. No. I, well, no, that's not for me. That was for the show. No, Don't no, do no. Like it's for me. No, it's no, 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 show. no. I know what you're saying. The thing I just said about you, Mandy needs to be doing something. 
I feel like that if I'm not doing something for someone else. Ah. I am so in service to everyone else that it makes me feel like, I don't know, maybe because my parents are so dependent on me, it makes me feel the most valued. Um, like in the middle of the show, my mom's going to need an Uber back from the doctor. And like, I, I don't even have her do it with my assistant because I want to do it. It's weird. So when he left my house Sunday night, I like completely had a breakdown, even though it was fine. Kissing me, saying you miss me and like, oh, I'll see you in a few days. And like, bruh, it was nothing about him. It was just like, oh, my God, now I'm sitting here. I'm by myself. There's no tour coming. Vinny's not going to be doing this job anymore. Ooh, ooh, like it was bad. And I was like, this is a post I like depression. Like, what do I do next? Who am I helping? What if, bro, I don't know, it was bad. Are the fans going to be happy with me? Like, ridiculous. Just, mm. did I tell you about the manic episode I had? Oh, I did on Patreon. You did. On Patreon. But like, yeah. Y'all can join us on Patreon. I really just don't know how to like not yeah. give. So that's why I'm saying loving myself. I'm really learning how to do this year. I know how to get my nails done and do self-care shit. That's not it. That's right. upkeep to me. And I don't mean to say that as a flex, but that's one of the things when I started making money, I started doing spas, right. massage, shopping, right. like that's normal. But like spiritually, how am I feeling myself and pouring into myself? Like that's what I'm learning how to do. So, but you know, I be doing sound baths now. That's my shit. That ain't even I enough be, for me. Bitch. I be doing like, mm. what you got to do. What's the next? What's the, what's pleasure? The, pleasure. Bitch, you, we, I can't talk about this. I have actually, and you guys will hear it in a future episode. I have been questioning so much my relationship to sex. Talk about pleasure out of sex then. When do you think you were the happiest? When I'm, when I'm with my friends. This this week, I literally oh, me too. I literally went into my therapy session and was like, I don't need you. I'm happy. Like this week made me so happy. Me too. And she was like, can we just applaud right now? Like that that's how we started this call. And I was like, with my friends, like we went to shout out to Company XIV. All of my friends, I went with Asante, uh, Carlin, Stacey, my friends that flew in. And we went from there to a bar, to Pergola, to some place deep in Queens that didn't even play English music. Just those random and fun nights. It was, oh. bitch, we were up till 7 a.m. That's the best. We ordered McDonald's and fell asleep by the time the McDonald's came. I and it was just like, and then after the live show, just I was with my friends this week and I was just so happy. So the pleasure to me was being around the people that like literally... I was like, I don't even know why I'm in therapy right now, but bitch, I was happy this week. Oh, I had to start. I, I, moved, I moved mine to bi-weekly. I've been feeling good. The show day, bitch, I took an ambient. I was texting Mandy and my agent, shut up, or, and our agent. Shout out to me, Justin. Justin. Who put the tour on for us. He's like, you're not going to bed at 9.30. I said, oh, yes, I am. I have a Xanax. And, and he called Cap. Bitch, I was like, <sighs> I fell asleep on a couch so hard. I don't know what's going to knock me like that. Rianda took Nina for me because I was like, I don't even want to think about my baby. Woke up, had a workout, went to Solid Core, went to the pop-up. We had so much fun. The pop-up was fun as shit. Mandy and I were dipping. Shout out to Shout Sugarwood. Shout out to, to, to Sugarwood and everybody who came out to our, our that pop-up. That was really fun. And just like things were just going right. And I've been saying to Mandy, like everything I'm doing right now, I'm supposed to be doing. I yeah. just felt like that the whole day. I just, Same. it was like, I had time to read a book that day, the day of the live show. I mean, it's not like I'm in a serious relationship by any means, but just everything felt good. I knew I was going to get some dick that night. My period was slated to come on, but it didn't. And, oh, and I have, damn. I have, um, you might be half of God's chosen. You know, you're not really. No, I'm leaning right now. Have, I'm straight. You have. But just everything flowed and like it felt right. It felt so good. And then, you know, our friends flew. Everything spiritually yeah, felt a lot good. Of our, 
I will say this last week, spiritually, the things I wanted to say and get off my chest I did with people, the things... Wait, what should you cuss somebody out this week? I, I, I never, I, I'm not cussing nobody out. I'm just speaking what's on my mind. And those things came out. Oh, and, I can't wait till this wrap up. I want to hear it. so, like... I would like to see it. Not I would like to see it, but, like, it was just really good with all of my friends, with how we showed up for each other. It was, it was, like, it was a great week. Ooh. And I was also just so glad that we ended the tour on the high that we did, even though there were some fuck-ups, which I got to update you on. Um, it was great. I was going to say the other thing that made me feel proud this week. I said no to money. And I haven't done that in a minute because Ooh. I'm always obsessed about mm-hmm. taking care of shit. Literally, I was like, bro, I feel good right now. I'm okay. Like, I don't want to add something else to my plate. I want to say no. I want to enjoy my life. Um, and I want to not complain. You know, we didn't end up getting an AMP deal because AMP closed down. Y'all, and but- if you on Patreon, we were supposed to literally... Start our AMP show November 6th. That is why the episode a few weeks ago was called Deplorable Decisions, because that was the name of the show. That was the name of the fucking show that that we were supposed to do on fucking AMP. Um, Yeah. But like even just thinking how we were like, we're doing this because it's a milestone. But ooh, we got the book. Like it was too much. But also, but also, and that's where I said it. And I said that with my therapist. I said, I did not want to do this amp deal. Me neither. I was tired. I was exhausted. The idea of doing another weekly show, I dropped five episodes a week already. I record weekly. I we didn't need the money. And we didn't need the money and it wasn't a lot of money. I'm going to tell y'all now. So for some, it might have been, it was not a lot of money. And I was like, I don't want to do this. But we thought it would be the thing that we needed to do. And so, yeah, I... I'm glad and sitting no, in the everything is now. happening yeah, now. It's supposed to it be literally happening. is. And you know what? The effort that we're about to give you guys with Patreon, Mandy and I, I think what we needed was the no on that mm-hmm. because now the idea is Because we so, were ready to give them that. We yeah. can do that for, shit for ourselves. Now this shit is going to be so fresh and I think we'll be able to enjoy it. Yeah. I don't like anything feeling like a chore and I feel like doing horrible feels so easy. Like I literally, when my, my mom texted me, I don't know if you saw the text, I posted it. And she goes, I'm so proud of you girls. I cried watching clips. I'm so proud to be your mom. And I was your like... Your mom be writing me all the time on Instagram. She bitch. do? She stay writing me. Oh, my, my God. My mom really... She was, say, you better slay in that. She be writing but, me. Oh, your mama, your I, mama, your I posted these back to back. There was a man who said on Charlamagne's page, um, I loved posting this back to back because it meant so much to see that you have no fucking idea who you talking to. A nigga said... There it is. This is not the type of message we need to be sending our young black daughters. My next message for my mom. I love my apartment. Thank you so much. You are amazing. Beyond proud of you, Gila. I cried at the videos. You girls have come so far. I'm so proud to be your mom. And that nigga, that was, that was within two minutes of me seeing that. Wow. And I was like, yo, you really have no idea. Like, people have no idea. Like, I watch people say, oh, they're trash. They're whores. They're this, they're that. Like, you just have no idea. Mandy took her mom to Greece. I took my mom to Paris. Like, we yeah. did these things that, these are black. Shout out to my boy, Andre Power. He, I was texting him something about how I felt like a failure one day. He said, nigga, you take care of your parents. MLK died for this shit, nigga. Yeah. Like, y'all are doing it. And, but not only that, the people who will, and by the way, that I'm, was a joke, by I'm the way. getting comments on the hour 
still from our episode with Steph Dom, who talked about the scat play. And for whatever people's perception of that specific kink is, I think I take it back to the fact that y'all don't know the people that we get to meet and what this show means. It's not just us talking about eating ass, bagging yep. niggas, sucking dick, fucking in this in the in the way that we do, but what it means to the people that listen. Like it's it's beyond what we can comprehend. And luckily our parents have supported and been at both of our live shows. Your mom came to the LA show. My mom was at the Orlando show. Drunk as fuck, Miss Tammy. But honestly, the, the I pride, regret a little bit pride not rolling my dad into the LA show. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> but I was like, oh, he would have freaked out to see me like that. Like my dad's eyes when he watched me on TV, he was like, oh my God. <laughs> like he was telling his nurse, you know, my daughter, she's she's famous. She's celebrity. By the way, this is the progression. What? What we're talking about. Oh yeah, that's real. I would say, just to end on home mail, I think we should say the most memorable thing someone said to us. Memorable? Just think... Okay, mine's really basic, but this just stuck out to okay. me. Okay. Um, and this could be for both of us, because I have to pee. This girl, <laughs> too. This girl said, and I quote, in Charlotte... Uh, I and drove, I quote, did you grab AI, chat GPT, and actually got she it? She said... Don't say and I, I quote. Drove, oh, fuck it. It wasn't a real quote. This is a summary but she was like, of what she said. I drove for four hours, and... I will spend money on whatever y'all do. Oh, and the meet and greet, she said that. I was like, but no one says it like that. People say the word support. But I was like, oh, wow. I don't know why that affected me. And she was like, well, wait, she said there was an accident. It wasn't supposed to be as long as it was. That's right. And she sat. She was and like, after the show, I will literally spend money on whatever you do next. Say that. I know this is your last show, but I'm going to spend money on what you do next. And yeah. mind you, Mandy and I know we're coming out with a book. And I was like, oh, wow. Because Charlemagne has sent me some other celebrities that are more, I'd say, pop in on YouTube or whatever, more right. followers. And he'd be like, look, these motherfuckers can't pack shit out. These motherfuckers get no one to buy this. Mm -hmm. You and Mandy do. He always sends me that. And it's constantly pouring into me that like, oh, like these supporters, they are really there. Yeah. Like when we were on the book call and they were talking about how what celebrity couldn't sell a book, we were Man, like, don't uh, bring their names up. Dude. We get it, babe. <laughs> can't relate. Anyway. This was fun. This was a fun, this was a catch up. These are types of episodes, episodes we have on Patreon. that you guys can get on Patreon. We call them ketchup and mustard. Should wait, should I pee first? I have to pee really bad. Should I leave you alone to pee? Like you left me no, on stage? No, no, Don't do that, bitch. Anyways, make sure you join us on Patreon. It's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. We are no longer 18 plus, so you should be able to find us. Um, nonetheless, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Bro, so like, for context, y'all, it's Tuesday. We have our New York Live show Saturday. I know you guys will hear this after the show. So I've made it very clear with every part of my business that like, this is the week. Please, I need time. Not to mention, I flew back to LA to spend time with my family just for a few days. As you know, I could have been in New York right now. Mm -hmm. And... The person that I'm producing a show for was like, I'm not going to want to work on that Thanksgiving week. So I need it done now. And I'm like, um, okay, per my contract, these are my deadlines. And I put them in the contract. And I like literally would put my meetings and my deadlines away from live shows, even one day apart from the day of the show, just so that the next day I'd feel okay. Right. Because it gets, it gets, 
it gets chaotic. I don't care. And I like really had to eat it. So like last night I saw this come in at 9, 9 p.m. I texted Mandy or emailed Mandy because I was like, oh my God, I don't want her to wake up and you weren't on DND. I was like, hey, I can't, I don't know what to do. I can't do this outline, bro. I've been listening to a podcast over and over, second by second. It's like, it's so exhausting. Then on top of that, I had like my first manic episode. I only know about these from Brianda. She's my only friend that has told me about like having severe anxiety. And I was like, while it was happening, I don't know if this has ever happened to anyone or even if you've seen this happen to yourself, but this is the first time in my life it happened like this. I know I have ADD. You probably have a little bit of the two. That's why we cut each other off, right? It's not like you're trying to be rude, but your brain is thinking before your mouth sometimes. And so when you're in conversation, you're excited, you're going. Basically, I got up 5.30 a.m. to try to finish this project. Around 6.30, I was like, oh, I didn't unpack. I should unpack. Bro, I unpacked. Then I realized I didn't do something with Amazon packages. Then I didn't do something else. My house looks so bad right now because I, I couldn't figure shit out. Then I started taking out my braids because for some reason I knew I needed to get my hair done tomorrow. So I started taking out my braids in the middle of it. Then there was hair all over the floor. And then I was like, oh my God, this is really bad. I have to get on a Zoom. Then I, like, bro, it's, it's, it's insane. Then the dude that I'm seeing who was in Philly and we had fun. Everything's great. Mandy met him. Brianda just sends me a text. She's like, what kind of headspace are you in right now? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know if I'm ready for this. It's not even that bad. It's not even that bad. Not that bad, but what is it? I'm like, I'm I'm okay. She's like, no, no, no. We'll talk another time. And I was like, no, Brianda, tell me because now my anxiety is going up. She's like, oh, so-and-so just swiped me on Hinge. I was like, is it old? She's like, no, I cleared it out today. But like, oh my God, I feel so bad. You sound stressed. But I didn't want to tell you. But then I could not tell you. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm glad you told me. Last night, me and this nigga just had a conversation, Mandy. Okay, but wait, here's my question though. Did she swipe on no, no, him no, 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 just no. to see if they no, match? No, no, no. You, you have matches. You have people that swipe on you and you see them. Oh, you, okay. You Look at me. I don't you know, know how to work, bitch. <laughs> so anyway. I'm like, I haven't been on there in a minute. So okay. it's not that we're like exclusive or anything, but he's met Brianda. I know he didn't recognize her. I never thought for a second he's swiping my homegirl. But in my brain, I'm like, oh, you're like swiping so much. You don't even, you're not even looking. So last night we were on the phone talking about Saturday. He's bringing his brother and his sister-in-law to the show. So I'm going to meet your family. And you're going to meet someone. Can I, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I saw the list. I saw a name. That's not Old Bay, is it? Oh, no. That guy works for Audible. Oh, bitch. I was like, am I seeing this? Hold on, bitch. Right? They have the same name. And what's hilarious about them having the same name is I'll say his name because Alex and I are both working with Audible. I'll be like, oh, I was with so-and-so last night. He's like, when you start fucking him? I'm like, no, 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 not that one. Oh, yeah. So anyway, long story short. So I'm on the phone with him last night and we're talking. He's like, you know, I really want us to have a deep convo about what we're looking for, what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. After your show, you know, that that next week. I'm like, me too. I think we need it. And he's like, because like, I know we're dating other people, but I'm being a lot more intentional. I'm not like trying to run out here and be with a bunch of bitches. Like, I don't want to like play games and you know, I'm trying to be more open and da 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 Open with me. Why are you swiping? Uh-huh, Bitch, so I sent 
he texted me, morning love. I hope you have an amazing day. Da-da-da. That's when Brianda hits me. Girl, I sent him a picture of Brianda where it said match with. Da-da-da. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.